This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona, this is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is gonna have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. One thing. I want my Republican colleagues to give me one thing, one, that I can go campaign on and say we did. One. Anybody sitting in the complex, if you want to come down to the floor and come explain to me one material, meaningful, significant thing the Republican majority has done besides, well, I guess it's not as bad as the Democrats. Can you confirm that the FBI had that sort of engagement with your own agents embedded within the crowd on January 6th? If you are asking whether the violence at the Capitol on January 6th was part of some operation orchestrated by FBI sources and or agents, the answer is emphatically You're saying not. no? No. This is a very significant hearing, Mr. Chairman, and these buses are nefarious in nature and were filled with FBI informants dressed as Trump supporters. You, and you deployed onto our capital on January 6th. Your day is coming, Major Mr. Ray. Joining us now, NBC News Justice and Intelligence Correspondent Kendallin. So Representative Higgins essentially saying, accusing the FBI of busing in FBI agents um, dressed up as rioters, insurrectionists, and storming the Capitol uh, on a hearing that had nothing to do with this. Is this how the hearing went? Um, I would say about a third of it, Yasmin. He, he, uh, he, Mr. Higgins wasn't the only Republican who engaged in those kind of theatrics. Marjorie Taylor Greene, for example, did something very similar. And a lot of Republicans um, took their time to really lambaste uh, Chris Ray and Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas of DHS over things like the border uh, issues of border security of FBI investigations of January 6th. But um, Chris Ray came uh, to brief Congress on what he views as a very important issue, which is the elevated uh, level of threat in the United States from terrorist attack. And he says in particular that um, it's about as high as it's been in years because of the potential inspiration uh, and the calls for attacks on the United States and on Americans and their allies by terrorist organizations. Take a listen to Chris Wray. Since October 7th, we've seen a rogues gallery of foreign terrorist organizations call for attacks against Americans and our allies. Hezbollah expressed its support and praise for Hamas and threatened to attack U.S. interests in the Middle East. Al-Qaeda issued its most specific call to attack the United States. Got a lot of events today. Today is the Marine Corps birthday, so I'm going to make this tight. There's a lot of people complaining about not voting to defund the FBI headquarters. I want to address that real quick. First of all, we are not the party of defunding law enforcement. That's not us. The FBI does some real work to keep us safe. Without the FBI, we would have had another 9-11 several times already. I got several buddies of mine who uh, were in the uh, Marines that now are in the FBI that do great work. 99% of what the FBI does is needed to keep you and your family safe. 
you're going to defund a headquarters that's gonna be built outside of DC, which we say we want to do with bureaucracies, move them out of DC, how are you gonna do that without the funding that's already appropriated? This does not expand the budget. This is needed funds to do its job. You don't get rid of the Boy Scouts because you got a bad Boy Scout troop leader. You don't get rid of the Catholic Church because you have a bad priest. You fix the problem. We gotta do our job. Let's not get crazy. Let's have a real talk about real consequential results and let's keep our family and our nation safe. Thank you. Joining us now is former Pennsylvania Republican Congressman Charlie Dent. All right, so the House will gobble down for Thanksgiving one day earlier than expected. Now you have these GOP hardliners giving the new Speaker of the House, Johnson, 10 days uh, to win them over on spending. How do you see this playing out? Well, I think the hardliners are going to be very disappointed uh, between now and February the 2nd uh, because what will happen is uh, they're going to write the appropriations bills to the numbers that were agreed to in the law that Speaker Johnson voted for back uh, you know, with the debt ceiling. They're going to have to write the bills to that number. What they're doing in the House right now with these long-term spending bills are writing them to lower numbers that, that were not agreed to in the law. Now, everybody knows that's a joke. It's a waste of time. So when they negotiate with the Senate on these spending bills on, on uh, January the 19th and then again on February 2nd, they're going to write them to the numbers in the laws. The hardliners are going to hate Thank you. Thank you, Memphis. I appreciate it. Welcome to the uh, early evening show here on Wednesday the 15th of 15 November in the year of our Lord, 2023. Now, all of this is interconnected. What's happening in the courtroom right now is they do closing arguments in Denver for what is really a monumental event in American history. A state court judge is hearing closing arguments on an effort to remove the leading candidate that's going to win the Republican primary overwhelmingly and is leading in the presidential race to remove his name from the ballot so that you cannot vote for him. That's tied back to Clay Higgins, the first that today um, Chris Ray goes in front of to talk about terrorist threats. But remember, the last time he was there talking about ter terrorist threats, he said the biggest threat we have is not the Muslim Brotherhood and Hamas and not the not the uh, the uh, Lebanese Shiite Party of God uh, militias, which is called Hezbollah. They're they're though the worst is uh, violent extremism, which is MAGA, which is domestic terrorists, uh, white supremacists, white nationalists, uh, the deplorables. They're the bad guys. That's what he said last time. So he's called back up to give an update, and he got jumped. He got jumped because people have evidence, and Clay Higgins, a law enforcement guy, has a lot of evidence, and MTG and others, that there were, which he continues to not answer the question, that, he, uh, that there were federal agents, FBI informants, federal assets, and probably not just federal, you know, DHS and FBI, uh, probably DIA and maybe military assets in the crowd on January 6th. He won't answer the question on the quote-unquote insurrection of what, that's why they're trying to take Trump off the ballot in Denver. And that's why that's so relevant today. And Clay Higgins saying, hey, I, d d we have evidence of buses of FBI assets or agents that were led into the crowd. So my my point is, 
and this is gets back, and it's not to pick on Speaker Johnson, but, McCart- but the whole the whole shebang. Why is it on the fifteenth November, and we're and we're and you're literally jumping a guy, and I admit he got jumped in another hearing, and and half of it was about this, or a third of it about this. When we've had power now for ten months, why did we not reconstitute the J six like war room requested? and have a real committee, and let them have a ranking member, and let them have a minority counsel. Let them see the evidence. Let them cross-examine witnesses. We have no problem with that. That's the way the process should work. And we will get to the bottom of it. We'll, we'll start to get to the bottom of exactly what happened in the lead-up to it. Denver ties directly to Washington today because Cash Patel, they finished the arguments last week. The closing arguments of Trump is going to feature the Cash Patel evidence. Government gangsters, if you re- ever read the book or if you read Chris Miller's book about when he was DOD and Cash was his chief of staff, I think for, I don't know, a couple of months over in DOD, you see exactly what Trump wanted to do to, pre- to prevent anything getting out of control and was thwarted by Nancy Pelosi and by, uh, and by um, Mayor Bowser. And we have the Capitol Hill police chief that's given testimony. I think he gave an interview on Tucker. After that, Sund, Chief Sund. This is another example. Nothing gets done. I would like to, if Memphis, just the the, the just the uh, Chip Roy piece, I may want to play again. Just Chip Roy, because Chip Roy lays it out. Chip Roy led the revolt today. They're, they're home. When we left you at noon, there was going to be two more days of going through appropriations bill. They were voting a bunch of stuff and leave Thursday night and not be back until the following Monday or Tuesday of after Thanksgiving. They're gone now. Town is emptying out. Johnson just said, I can't do it because the conservatives jumped in because this audience, people are so furious. And we understand that Speaker Johnson's gone to voicemail <clears throat> using Grace Chung and, and, the team's, and, the, and the team's bill blaster. You lit them up today. And the conservatives, in with a couple of moderates, but the moderates are fighting policies the conservatives put in these bills. The conservatives blocked the rule again, exactly what we did on the CR. And Johnson wasn't again going to go to a suspension. That that would have been the end of his speakership. I hate to be that blunt. This this gets to this, and and you heard Charlie Dent right there saying these stunts are all about you know, not wanting to face the reality, they cut the McCarthy deal at a certain level. Remember, McCarthy agreed to these massive levels of spending and no limit to the debt ceiling, no duration and no limit. It was kicked it after the election to take the vote out of your hand and put no limit. Why? Because they understand that revenues are dropping and they can't judge what these deficits are going to be. So you're going to have to eat it. And and the U.S. Treasury is going to have to sell the bonds around it. In another in another example of their just incompetence, and that's what it is incompetent. It's across the board. It's not Mike Johnson. It's leadership too, and specifically Comer and Jordan. And we're so sick of you seeing. Nobody cares what's on Murdoch News. Don't you realize Murdoch News fought for McCarthy at the beginning and lost. We got all the rules packages changed and set up the the actual. Damocles a sword that we then could decapitate him. And then later, and Fox News was on every night, you had Newt Gingrich, you had Karl Rove, you had Sean Hannity, you had them all. 
McElnany, you had them all, all from the mor- from the white couch in the morning all the way through the late shows, all night long. Murder, blah blah blah. This is chaos. This is chaos. You've got to. You need order. You need Kevin McCarthy. You need the establishment. Fox News has no power. Comer, you have wasted all your time, and this is a disgrace. You've wasted all your time on Fox News every other night on Sean Hay. I thought you were a co-host. You know, you gotta, you gotta, um. You, you've got to give Sean Hannity your Social Security number. He's got to take you as a write-off this year, a dependent. And Jordan's just as bad. The reason Jim Jordan, Jordan should understand something that gets back to his job here. The Jim Jordan that was the fighting Jim Jordan of a couple of years ago when he was head of the Freedom Caucus and he was running the committees, that Jim Jordan would have been voted speaker, I don't know, after two or three ballots. This Jim Jordan was not, and this Jim Jordan is... The reason, the reason that Biden can go to San Francisco and sell us out with the business community, because remember, let me pull the camera back. This entire thing, and why does she have to come over so quickly? Well, hey, dude, it's the week before Thanksgiving, chill. There's no events like this ever held. It's the, it's the Christmas season, the holiday season, whatever you call it. Throughout the world is starting, you know, people are either focused on year-end things they got to get done to clean things up, but they're not having huge international meetings. Why'd you have to fly over for a five-hour meeting and then a press conference? Oh, that's right. You had to meet with the billionaires for the dinner afterwards. It's the dinner that's the key. It's a business community driving this. And why is that? Because the business community makes a ton of money off the slave labor of China. The business community makes a fortune off the slave labor of China. They like the system that she has. It keeps the workers in line. It doesn't care about the environment. There's no real regulation. It's only what the Chinese Communist Party kind of make up at the time to make sure that you got paying more spiff. As long as you're prepared to pay them, it's fine. Everything can, everything can be fine. As long as you pay what they call the squeeze. You pay the squeeze, you, the f- things are fine. It's the business community that wanted this. Why? Because the Ponzi scheme that is the Chinese Communist Party's uh, commercial real estate, which I think, I don't know, has been a third. Commercial and residential real estate has been a third of their economy. That's all stopping now. That's, a, you know, every once a quarter or, you know, every six months, you got the tanks outside the Bank of China for depositors. No, I don't think you're going to get your money. You've got a tiger tank right there. I, th- I don't think you're going to let us get in with our passbook savings account, take our money out. <laughs> doesn't work like that. So the whole Ponzi scheme, they're in pro- why are they in problems? Because Donald Trump started to decouple because he understood their un- unrestricted warfare with us. Information war, economic war, political warfare, cultural war. They've, they've declared a people's war. They've declared a people's war. This is she declared a people's war on us, I think, in 2019. That May of 2019 was May of 2019 is kind of the railhead of all this. What happened in May of 2019? The Lighthizer deal, the deal that Peter Navarre and Lighthizer, who is the trade uh, rep for Trump, had worked on a deal with Lee He, who was the designated negotiator, and, uh, and Wan Shishan, and they had worked out what, as Peter calls, the Lighthizer deal, which was took care of the seven original sins of the Chinese Communist Party's economy, particularly state-owned industries, how they can, uh, throughout the world, lower wages, how their, their pricing can, uh, can bring deflationary prices that you can't really build industries around. They can crush anything, all the tariffs, all the, everything they do 
to protect their economy and suck American jobs over there and 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 allow this and and continue to exploit the slave labor of the Lao Beijing. He had that all completed. That was a done deal. It taken so May of nineteen. It had taken two years of tough negotiation. We started in basically May June of seventeen. So it was about two years of nonstop negotiations, and they had signed off on everything. And she, at the same time, invited Putin and had a One Belt, One Road, a Belt and Road Initiative meeting in Beijing. Uh, and they came out, Wan Shan, and these guys said, hey, the Americans, when we look at this deal, this will really get into our economy would really be folded into the Western model. We would actually lose control. It would be better economics for our people to lose control. How about this? We're not going to do it. They just called Trump and said, deal's off. The um, Chinese phrase is, uh, circumstances changed. Circumstances changed. And so the deal was off. And at that time, also, she saw what the social media companies were doing to Trump, and he made a comment to people that, and Miles Grow repeated this, and said, this is the way these guys think, that social media is more powerful as a weapon of mass destruction than a nuclear weapon. Because, look, it's taken down, down this guy, Trump. From May of 19, they declared a people's war. Well, guess what we know started spreading in the late summer, early fall in Wuhan? Uh, you guessed it, a biological virus, what became the Wuhan virus. Early that we first reported and actually shifted the show from being war room pandemic to, uh, excuse me, war room impeachment to pandemic uh, in mid-January of 2020. That was the origination. They declared a people's war. Next thing you know, a virus popped, just random. Do you think that virus got mentioned today in San Francisco? You think they talked about reparations for that virus? Think they talked about you got to open up the labs, as the CIA told us, so we get to the bottom of the origin of it? No, they did not. The biological weapon is just one. Then you've got the fentanyl. You've got the chemical warfare attack, the second opium war, the reverse opium war that they're pulling. That we're losing, what, 50, 75,000 people per year, more than Vietnam in one year. But that would not have happened if the Republican Party had done their job. And I'm not being unfair here. You know, I just had that, uh, I had that, um, if, if, uh, if my crack assistant here can resend me, so it's at the top of my Twitter, the, the statement by Johnson about those committees you sent me earlier that I read on the earlier show. When Johnson, Johnson put a statement, oh, I really want to thank, I got briefed this morning. Remember, there's no coincidence. I got, they got briefed this morning because we've been lighting them up about why you haven't brought anything in a formal process so it would handcuff Biden so he couldn't meet with Xi. You say in this, you say in your announcement, Tens of millions of dollars, if we can get that up, we can get it to him so he can put it up on the screen. Tens of millions of dollars that they've taken from our principal adversary. Now, let me see. Who would that be? Let me think for a second. Hang on. Hang on. I'm cogitating. I'm thinking, oh, the CCP. I got it. Did I connect that dot? So what happened in D.C., the incompetence in D.C., and Chip Ray finally had enough, Chip Roy finally had enough of it. He goes in there, shows me one, tell me one thing, and hey, he knows that's going to be cut into a, a million ads by the Democrats, but hey, it is what it is. Chip Roy and, and Mediaid picked it up, and I'll, I'll, play, I'll put that clip up on Getter after the show. Mediaid picked it up. I said today, and look, we're a backer of Johnson. Uh, Johnson's a good man. Johnson's a devout Christian. He's a good man. But you're on the clock, brother. 
I mean, it's like 10 days. When you come back, we can't wait till coming back after Christmas and hear what, what the deal is and then what we're going to do on the run up to January 19th. We have to know now. We have to know how deep these cuts are. I put up the chart this morning. I'll hopefully get back to that tomorrow morning and spend some more time on it. Put up the chart uh, this morning that showed all the cash that comes in and all the cash that goes out. And it's roughly $4.5 trillion. I'm just rounding. $4.5 trillion comes in from everything. Corporate taxes, personal taxes. By the way, corporate taxes, total corporate tax, I think $480 billion. I think that's the number. Four hundred eighty. I think it was two hundred twenty billion dollars. I was four hundred eighty billion dollars. Corporate taxes, two point two trillion from personal taxes. Then you got the Social Security. You should leave that off the side. Of course, that's not happening. We're paying other bills with it. Then you got everything that goes out. The things that jump off uh, off the page is almost a trillion. I think eight hundred billion dollars in Medicaid and income security, which is basically all the welfare programs. All the welfare programs, another almost trillion dollars, $800 billion. There's plenty to cut. You don't touch entitlements. Not now. Uh Uh-uh. There's plenty to cut. You can get to a balanced budget. I could get you to a balanced budget in a couple years. But that's the fight. That's the fight. And Chip Roy, finally the conservatives got head of belly full of because they did something... It wasn't the fact that they pushed a C, clean CR. That was a mistake. It wasn't that fact. I think it's the fact that we blocked them in the rules committee to even bring it to the floor, and that's a, that's a flashing red light that, hey, something fundamentally wrong with this. And here's what's wrong with it. It's first off, you shouldn't offer, I think you shouldn't offer any CR at all. Just it's a, The shutdown's a non-event. Let them shut it down. Let the media, let CNN, let MSNBC go nuts. American people don't care. They want to get to resolution. The only way you get to resolution is to use every ounce of leverage you have. Because Hakeem Jeffries is going to do that. Nancy Pelosi did that. Uh, Schumer's going to do that. McConnell's going to do that. That's what the city's made up of. You don't become the sacrificial lamb. If you do that, you're just a mook. That's why I think people demanding now, hey, we can't wait and we're not going to get happy talk because there's only 20 work days between now and, and the 19th of January. We need to see the plan as soon as we get back because we don't approve the plan. Let's have the fight now. Let's just have it now. If Memphis could put up, I really appreciate that they got the chart. I want to thank the crack team in Memphis and, uh, and also my own crack producing team here. That chart, and now look, if you listen in on podcast, or if you listen to us on the vast radio network we're now part of, I want to make sure that you can get all of this, the clips we put up and the charts we put up, particularly to understand the economic part of you got to get the charts. This chart right here is very um, illustrative. It's a very simple chart. It's, it's, it's cash in from all different, the major sources and cash out. And it shows you the $1.6 trillion deficit, as we know. And just keep the chart up. You don't need to show me. Just keep, well, there it is. Split screen. Hey, not bad. I'll tell you what. I'll talk and you direct. How's that sound? I'll let you direct. God, the worst host in the world, Steve Bannon, Boston, producing and directing at the same time. I'm getting stink eye from my producer. And I know I'm getting stink eye in Memphis from the director. Okay, I'll do it. You You guys make the call. You see that chart? That's a chart right next to my lovely visage. 
It's pretty simple, but I want you to study that because that's kind of it in a nutshell. Shows you all the cash that comes in on the left, all the where it goes on the right. The important thing to note, it's a $1.6 trillion deficit. They still don't understand this up here. That is permanent. That is permanent because until you do one of two things, you either take that number on the right, all those different streams, unless you cut that dramatically and couple that with increases on the other side, you're going to have a $1.6 trillion to $2 trillion deficit. Now, the one reason I absolutely already know that, well, we had a $2 trillion because they played games with it but this year, but you're going to have a $2 trillion in this current year, how do I know that? Because the interest expense is about $600 billion, which is double what it was the year before, double. We already know, because we've calculated upon the structural refinancing of one-third of the $34 trillion at much higher interest rates, going from 1% and 2% up to 5%, that 300 or 400 basis point difference be like refinancing part of your credit card. The part of your credit had to be refinanced at a higher rate. Guess what? It's a higher interest rate. It's going to be a trillion dollars. Actually, I'm working with some guys uh, in in, in uh, Scandinavia, They and we're the first ones to break it. It's going to be a trillion. EJ was there too, but they think now it could be a trillion five when you really count through everything. You count it all up. Think about that for a second. Put, put a trillion dollars in that right-hand column. All of a sudden, you're at a two trillion dollar. And here's the point. It's going to be on and on and on and on and on. It's in perpetuity until it's, until it's not. And it's not what stops it from being in perpetuity is human agency, is human action. You go back to the railhead of that, that's why you can't have a CR. A CR just buys into the process. It's now time to send them shock and awe. As Charlie Kirk says, make them work through the holidays. Make them work through Thanksgiving. Make them work through Christmas. You're trying to save the greatest country in the world. This is why I also make sure you go and check out Birch Gold, birchgold.com slash Bannon. Go talk to the experts today. This is at the heart of what this discussion is in San Francisco. We're going to talk about a lot of different things, but the heart of it is a refinancing of the CCP. That's why the business community is there. They continue to want your money to go do that, your tax dollars and your pension funds. Remember, the CCP is not buying the bonds that we're selling. We have a tough time selling the 30s last Thursday. They ain't, they're not lining up to buy those treasuries anymore. You know what they're lined up to buy? They're lined up to sell our bonds, get the cash, and buy gold. So if it's good enough for she, why is it not good enough for you? These are pretty smart guys. Check it out, birchgold.com slash Back in the war room in a moment. It can happen anywhere. Fires, hurricanes, tornadoes, mudslides. Regular cell phone service is fragile and can go down in an instant. Just ask the folks out in Maui. And when that happens, how will you contact your loved ones? That's why you absolutely need a satellite phone. Regular cell phones cover less than 8% of the Earth's surface. But with your sat phone, if you can see the sky, you can make a call. It's got 100% global coverage, ensuring you're always within reach. Your calls are secure and private. No one's eavesdropping. Even the U.S. military trusts these phones to communicate securely. Your text messages, encrypted. Only the intended recipient can read them. Everything you do with this phone is 100% private and 100% secure. 
right now, War Room's trusted partner, Satellite Phone Store, is giving you a free Marsat satellite phone with a 12-month plan. If you go to sat123.com slash Bannon right now, that's sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon right now. Be ready for anything, earthquake, wildfires, terrorism, anywhere on Earth with your new satellite phone today, as well as your free bonuses. Visit sat123.com slash Bannon and use code Steve50 at checkout for free activation or dial 855-980-5830 to snag your free Amarsat satellite phone today. That's sat123.com slash Bannon, code Steve50, or call 855-980-5830. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skin care, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner. And you can get started today at publicsq.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com. Publicsq.com. Debt. You go to bed thinking about it. You wake up thinking about it. Now, here's the truth. The system traps you in debt. High interest credit cards and loans make it nearly impossible to pay off your debt. And insane inflation keeps you stuck paycheck to paycheck. Done with debt is your lifeline. Done with debt has an ingenious new strategy to help erase your debt faster and easier than you thought possible. Done with debt analyzes all the debt options you qualify for. They know how to reduce bills. They know how to cut interest rates. Their skilled staff of negotiators know how to get debt out of your life permanently, without bankruptcy, and without additional loans. Done with debt are the experts in brilliant strategies for eliminating debt, but you need to hurry because some debt solutions are time sensitive. Now, here's how easy they make it. Go to donewithdebt.com. That's done to debt 
DoneWithDebt.com. DoneWithDebt.com. Go there today. Action, action, action. Stop the worrying. Take action. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Welcome back. I really want to give a hat tip to this audience. And, uh, you know, Grace and the development team have done a great job on the Bill Blaster app to give you guys even more operating leverage. But as you can tell, the um, the the um, acknowledgement and fame of the war and posse and the ability to um, to move the needle uh, is extraordinary. I heard today there was a meeting with Speaker Johnson, and I don't want to give too much what went on with some people, but somebody told him point blank when he was when he asked because he's a good guy, he's an earnest man. He says, "Hey, tell me how this is playing. Tell me tell me where the response is." And somebody told him, "You got a war room problem." that the audience over there is absolutely furious, and these are our best folks, and they're mad beyond belief. And you can tell it's, it's reach. You have a huge uh, amount of respect with Lao Beijing in China. That's one of the whole reasons we got new federal, new federal states out there, and it's been such a big deal. A couple of things on housekeeping. Number one, uh, Eric Prince. Security is only going to get more important, all types of personal security. The one type of security you need is your telecommunications. Eric Prince has worked on uh, Unplugged, the phone, Unplugged.com. He's got an Android version now. He's working on an Apple version. But go to Unplugged.com. Find out all the different elements they put in to make sure, one, not only can Google and Apple and these guys sell your data, but more importantly, they can't collect your data. And they also can't, you can't, this thing's impervious to allowing, uh, was it, the 72 million impressions that would hit your kid by the time they're 13 years old. So this might be the perfect phone that you get for the teenager. And it's certainly a perfect phone for yourself. But the information is there. Go to Unplugged.com today. Find out what Eric Prince has been working on for three years. And you know Eric, security is everything to him. Uh, he puts it first and foremost. He understood a phone that can block out not just the government listening to you, but the bad guys listening to you. Oh, they say government and bad guys, but maybe sometimes they're the same. Not me saying it. Congressman saying it today. This issue with the uh, with the Fed surrection. Also, he got FBI and others got eviscerated, eviscerated on the border. And 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 the guy in the car was a congressman. Talk about a guy that quite. Frankly, you know, they say 10% never get the word. Old Navy saying, uh, he did not get the word. And somebody in his district, he's a congressman from Georgia. So, and I understand his district has been lighting him up about this FBI. His, his discussion of the FBI was complete, irrelevant, happy, clappy nonsense. And not just that, in the dumbest statement I've heard in a long time. Well, we told them they got to get out of D.C. and they went to the suburbs of Maryland. Bro, we count D.C. to be the whole complex, Northern Virginia and those counties. No, moving to the suburbs in Maryland, which is even more woke and has more bad guys living in it, more deep staters than anybody, is not moving out of D.C. Man, Georgia, you got to do better than that. that. That definitely needs an upgrade. Needs an upgrade, or he needs to sit down, and Maga's got to sit down with him and say, bro, you're not getting it. Not about bad apples, but we have a systemic problem. Systemic problem with law enforcement. We have a systemic problem in a woke DOJ and FBI. It's not one bad apple. And no, moving the headquarters 
that's bigger than the Pentagon, which they should never have, moving it to suburban Maryland is not, sir, moving it out of Washington, D.C. Let me go to Bradley uh, Thayer. Uh, Dr. Thayer, this fiasco, which should never happen. First of all, why is she running over here so quickly, the Emperor Xi? Why is he running over here so quickly? Why does he need to why does he need to beat Biden face face who Biden's on his payroll and, and yelling and blinking have been over there kowtowing to him in the Imperial uh, city? Why does he need to come over here and have this meeting today? He needs a bailout. That's what he needs, and he's getting it from the business community, Steve, as you noted uh earlier. Um the the, the whole point of the visit is actually to meet with the business community um, hosted by the U.S.-China Business Council and the National Committee on U.S.-China Relations, all of those uh, entities trying to establish and to sustain uh, essentially the relationship uh, with the People's Republic uh, of China. So that's what he needs because he's in dire straits. He's in very difficult circumstances economically. Uh, in his own position within the party, uh, he's uh, uh, tested. His paranoia is getting far worse. And so what is he looking for? Uh, he's looking for that bailout, uh, which is why he's here. Uh, and in some respects, the meeting with Biden was secondary. Uh, it's the meeting at the dinners uh, uh, tonight with the billionaires uh, that are going to ensure that they use their political pressure uh, on the Biden administration, on Congress, uh, on essentially uh, the D.C., uh, uh, obviously all the sinews of, of power, to ensure that nothing changes uh, and that uh, interactions still and uh, trade flows continue to go, investment uh, continues to flow, uh, and essentially the, what they established in the pre-Trump world uh, 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 continues. So that's the point of it. Uh, secondly, uh, he's over here to humiliate Biden. This is a huge political warfare victory for Xi Jinping. Meeting in San Francisco, of course, the capital of the Eastern Pacific, uh, the, uh, ho the city that hosted the UN uh, organization, the founding for the UN in April and, and um, uh, between April and, and June 1945, where the UN was created a city of great significance. The post-Cold War order, uh, well, the Cold War order was largely established uh, in that city. And so what Xi's doing with the fawning welcome that Newsom gave him uh, when, when he arrived, uh, and he's obviously the heir apparent uh, uh, for uh, 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 the Democrats, or at least one of the major contenders. Uh, the motorcade, I'm, I'm sure you saw the images, Steve, of the uh, motorcade, Xi's motorcade. Um, it was uh, maximal humiliation uh, uh, for Biden. And there's no reason why we should stand for this. As you've observed, uh, he m should not have had this meeting for a host of reasons uh, because of uh, obviously uh, the relationship that he has with the Chinese Communist Party. But no American president should tolerate uh, this uh, humiliation and being used as a doormat before Xi gets to the real meeting uh, with uh, the billionaires. So this has to change. Thirdly, Steve, it comes at just, it, it's like uh, the US government is on two different planets. Today, uh, the US-China Economic and Security Review Commission released their report uh, to Congress where they talk about uh, uh, four major points, right? First, the PRC is preparing for war war against us. 
Secondly, Xi has sounded his society. He's ordered his society to prepare for hardships. Uh, that means essentially worst case scenarios, as he's put it, or extreme scenarios, building hospitals, hoarding grain, uh, essentially preparing the foodstuffs as well as securing energy supplies uh, and warning the Chinese people that they're going to be tested. They're going to have to endure hardships. So the uh, committee report noted, the commission report uh, noted that. Uh, thirdly, the, the report also noted that the PRC sees diplomacy as a way of gaining time. So Xi's over here to get essentially to be bankrolled, but he also wants to continue uh, the status quo. He wants to continue uh, playing the Biden administration while he does everything to prepare for prepare his military, to prepare his people, and also uh, put the uh, p the big pieces in place for aggression against Taiwan, the Philippines, uh, and the U.S. itself uh, uh, in uh, in due course. Uh, so it's a very dangerous situation. So on the one hand, the U.S.-China Economic and Security Review Commission report is saying, hey, they're going to war against us. And on the other hand, Biden is in San Francisco uh, serving as Xi's doormat. Uh, it's... Um, you couldn't write this. This couldn't be a script, uh, Steve. This is uh, it's it's surrealistic uh, at a fundamental level. This is our first view uh, of all the men around the table. Talk about the pressure on Xi, which is very different. Not an election coming up. Essentially, a president for life, and dependent maybe more largely on pictures than deep analysis for for the people back home. It's absolutely true. We talked about optics. We talked about symbolism. We talked about theatrics. I also helped prepare many of these summits when I was at the NSC. Every detail. Let's, I'm going to interrupt you for one second. We can hear the president. Discussion is straightforward and frank, and I've always appreciated it. Mr. President, we know each other for a long time. We haven't always agreed, which would not surprise anyone. But our meetings have always been candid, straightforward, and useful. Never doubted what you've told me in terms of your. So let me let me have it. Okay, um, I I just want to make sure people understand this, Doctor Thayer. The business community, Trump goes through this aspect. We go through this decoupling. And the reason we do the decoupling, we try in the first couple of years of the Trump administration, and remember, um, they they have this new they have a category of realists they have a category of you know people that are the realists people that are the confrontationists people that are the accommodationists and then they have the super hawks which is myself Navarro a couple others the difference that we had in the White House when the uh, when the Washington Post the the great columnist of the Washington Post wrote the book it said that for the first time they actually had people in positions of authority that said. The Chinese Communist Party is not the legitimate ruler of the people of China. It's not the legitimate government. It has a, a problem of legitimacy, and we know to the core that they're worried about that. We do try to work with them to see if there's any way that there can be a working together and that they can fold into the, into the family of nations and stop being a bandit um, administration. And, and we do this through the Lighthizer deal. In May of, and this is why May of 2019 is in the history of the century one of the most important points geopolitically because it's an inflection point. 
Number one, they have a one belt, one road meeting, and they realize that things are going better than they than they thought. All the nations are kowtowing to them. Uh, number two, they look at the Lighthizer deal and Wan Shishan and she say, hey, if we do this, we're essentially kowtowing to the Americans. We're falling into their system. We're going to lose control. Number three, they look at technology and say, hey, we're not going to have happen to what's happening to Trump and these people to have these social media companies that can essentially control them. We're going to break off and have our own have our own um, our, our, our own standards. And at the same time, then they come up and they declare a people's war. I think it was in May of 19 to people's war. Next thing you know, a bioweapon appears out of nowhere out of Wuhan that comes out somewhere in the summer, fall. By January, it's, it's, it's all over the place. And then later, the fentanyl. The report, and I want people to understand, the business community wants them over here because the business community wants the, to, to recouple. To recouple. They're desperate to recouple because they don't mind making money off the slave labor of China. They don't mind that the American working class and middle class is being destroyed by this. They, don't, they have no compunction to use U.S. taxpayer dollars and or their pension funds through private equity and venture capital like, like Sequoia Capital to fund the advanced weapon systems of the People's Liberation Army that will be used against the Seventh Fleet ships in the defense of Taiwan. They don't care. And you have a report there. You're saying the report kind of lays all this out and says, hey, by the way, it's gone from unrestricted warfare. It's kind of sliding to people's war, kinetic warfare, as you can see on the battlefields in Ukraine. And you particularly see on the battlefields of their partners, the Persians and the Muslim Brotherhood in Israel. And at the same time, Biden then is it's it's a theater of the absurd. We have reports that say, hey, these guys are actually at war with us. And we're sliding to a bigger war. The business community is sitting there going, no, we want to be in business with these guys because we don't care if we finance Mussolini or Hitler. We don't care. I mean, Lenin told us this. Lenin said the capitalists will sell us the rope in which we will hang them. And Elon Musk and these guys don't care. They're not even Americans. And you got Biden kowtowing. How did we get in this position? And on top of it all, Johnson comes out today and puts out this little announcement. Hey, I just had a meeting with Comer and 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 uh, and, uh, and and my wrestler, and they tell me tens of millions, tens of millions of dollars have come from our adversary into the accounts of the Biden family, and yet Biden's out there and going to have a press conference here in a few minutes, ha- brother. They are, is this the way a great power runs? Is this the way the English ran it at the top of their game? Is this the way the Spanish ran it? Is this the way the Romans, did the Roman Republic and the Roman Empire, did they run like this? I don't want to be an empire in the first place. But if you're going to be an empire, if you're going to be a hegemon, is this the way hegemons act, uh, Dr. Thayer? No, and it's it's not the way Americans uh, have have run their their foreign policy uh, and and defense policies. Uh, so we can look back in our recent history and say this is not the way Americans uh, do this. It's also notable, Steve, that uh, Xi Jinping is committing genocide against Muslims uh, in Xinjiang and elsewhere in China against Uyghur, Kazakh, and Kyrgyz Muslims. Uh, U.S. cities have been rocked by protests, uh, obviously, uh, broadly in support of the Muslim Brotherhood. And yet, where were those protesters in San Francisco? There weren't any. And here's uh, a dictator, uh, the, the uh, uh, dictator of, of uh, China, showing up, somebody who's actively committing genocide today uh, against Muslims. And there were only a sprinkling uh, of human rights uh, protests against the state which is committing the the uh, 
gravest human rights abuses against the Chinese people, uh, uh, all the Chinese people, uh, of course. So you also want to think, reflect on this year. What happened this year? It started with a spy balloon, right? We recognize there's a bioweapons lab in Northern California. Um, we, we, well, the police stations the, uh, that the Chinese are running, uh, essentially to crack down on, on um, dissidents uh, here in the United States and US cities. The pressure against the Philippines, against uh, Taiwan, right? This guy is moving to conflict uh, and he's moving to dramatic changes, uh, not in U.S. interests, but directly opposed to U.S. interests. And the Biden administration uh, has no response to that, right? Their response is to essentially fold. So this is worse than appeasement, right? This is, uh, at least Chamberlain was trying to make an effort, uh, a, f a failed one, uh, obviously, no. and a misguided one uh, in many respects. But the Biden administration... Uh, is conjoined, right, uh, with, uh, uh, elite, with elite, dictator. elite, elite. This you're seeing elite merger. We got to bounce. The press conference is going to take place, and we're going to try to. I, I think Grace and Mo are going to try to stream that on Getter. I'll be up there for commentary. What do you anticipate? Give me a minute on this press conference that's about to take place. The joint press conference for Biden with Biden and she. What are you looking for? Well, I, I, I'm looking for the minimal of humiliation of the United States with President Biden. So it's not going to be good. It's just a question of how bad is it going to be uh, when President Biden is up there with uh, in a press conference with the Xi Jinping. Biden is going to stress the agreements that they're attempting to reach on cl on on uh, a climate change, right? And and as if. An agreement with a communist state means anything, right? Lenin said agreements are pie crust, they're made to be broken, right? So any agreement you're gonna reach with this guy uh, is only, uh, is, is uh, insignificant. So let's just keep our fingers crossed that the, the damage is minimized, uh, uh, Steve. He's going to talk about trade, he's going to talk about the future of the relationship, how things are uh, getting better. And Xi is essentially robbing him and humiliating him uh, in real time. And there's no U.S. president who should stand for this. And uh, it is, it, it's not unseemly. It's appalling and disgusting uh, that we're in this situation. Well, it is disgusting. And uh, by the way, if we had done our job in the House, Biden would never have been able to meet. Uh, Dr. Thayer, social media, writings, all that, where do people go? Uh, Getter and, and Truth at Bradley Thayer and on X at uh, Brad Thayer. Thank you very much, Steve. It's a pleasure. Dr. Thayer, thank you so much. You're blending insights as usual. Okay, uh, I'll be up on Getter. I think Mo and Grace, we're going to try to pull this and do the press conference back here at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. It's going to be intense. Remember, everybody's gone home because of your work. You shut the thing down. We're going to give them a clean CR. Then we got to have a rethink here. And they're on the clock. 10 days. Got to see a plan. And that plan's got to be tough. We'll be walking through with other people. These cuts that have to be made. Remember two things. One is the self-reliant to make you more self-reliant or give you access to tools and companies that make you uh, more self-reliant or give you access to self-reliance. The other is to help build a patriot economy. We're tired and people are tired of giving your money to people that hate you. That doesn't have to be public SQ. Public, the guys at Public Square have set up an exchange. You just download the app. If you're an entrepreneur, you can list your products and services. If you're a consumer, you can list and then go check everything out. 
So make sure you go to Public SQ today. This is the found, one of the foundational, if not the foundational element of the patriot economy. People of Public SQ support your values. They don't hate your values. They support your values. So make sure you check it out. Also, I want to give a plug. When I'm back here tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock, I will be jacked up on Warpath Coffee. Go to Warpath. This is my baby. Warpath.coffee. Uh, promo code Warm. Go check it out today. The best dark roast ever made. We have all kind of holiday flavors, Christmas flavors, Thanksgiving flavors. Plus, they've got the milds. I know most people like the milds. But for you hardcores, got Mariner's Blend. Got my skull and crossbones. Worked on this for over a year with uh, Tej Gill, the founder, Navy SEAL. A real uh, petty officer, second class Tej Gill. Warpath.coffee. Okay. Uh, we couldn't. We tried to get Nicole, but it was tough uh, to get him uh, th- th- with the communications. They did a fantastic job. We're going to be back here at 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. There's going to be a lot going on, so make sure you are got your coffee ready to roll. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll see you back here in the war room. Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day. I don't know if I could continue to do this job if I didn't take it because of the boost in energy it gives me. This is nutrition the way nature really intended. I have way more energy. It helps with your digestion. You just get a better feeling. Overall healthier. That's how I knew Field of Greens was working for me because we tested it before we allowed, you know, we worked out a partnership. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. And with the flu season here, I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you're going to love this product. But for every, any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. That's how certain they are that you'll love this. I got you 15% off your first order and free rush shipping. So visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Here's the the thing. They will give you and guarantee you a 100% money-back guarantee if you don't love the product. So check it out today. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants. 
to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.